0: What's up, everybody? Today, we're weighing in on who should host the Oscars after Kevin Hart exits. That and a lot more on Black Hollywood Live's The Trend. Oh. Steven, I got to hear your vocals, man. We, we're competing on who's going to be the next R&B king. let hear you sing are. that.
1: No, no I, I was going to my do my own, my own acapella. <laughs>
0: Oh, right. Cut okay. the track. Cut, right, cut the track. Right. No. there you go, okay. Stephen.
1: It's all you. I said cut the track. You make me wanna leave the one I'm with, oh. start a new relationship with you. This is what you do. Think about a ring and all the things that go
2: along with you. Make me, you make me. Okay. All
0: right, all right, all right. I think we got a new king of R&B up in here, B H Kang The king. No, he ain't a king here, Kang. Kang, Kang with a K-A-N-G, Kang.
1: The fact that you just got me to do that is no. amazing.
0: You that, came in you know, with a human life. I that can't I sing at all. I would, I would no, That's not true. Can't... No, you came with it. I can't came, front. I can came wrap you came my ass it. off. Though. All right, go ahead. All right, make make that's going to be next. Let's get, let's get that's a little 6 bars. Give us something.
1: No, no, no. no. We can If you really want that, I'll give it to you in a minute. All right, let's get to the show.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Black Label Lives the Trend. I'm your host, Darryl Christian. Joining me today is a, uh, what do I call you, Ghost of Christmas Past right Guess now? Guess who's back. Guess who's back. back DJ Jesse J is What's back up? in the house with us today. Glad to see you, brother. I'm glad. I'm, uh, the remix, the trend. The trend. From this
2: week to the trend.
0: Right, because we trending now, baby. We okay. got Steven up in here singing. Uh, where's,
1: where's your singing, though?
0: Uh, uh, that's coming. That's coming okay. to see. He's going to sing that's a, that's a Prince song. song. Yeah. Well, no, no, I'm going to do a little, you know, do a little <laughs> uh-huh. Usher <or> song. <laughs> and speaking of King of R&B, who might be the new King of R&B, joining us today is Steven Bishop, who's here to talk about his new movie that's coming out December 16th. We are hype about that. Coins Coins for for Christmas. Coins for Christmas. I'm excited. But before we get into Coins for Christmas, we're going to get into some other coins and some other things that have been going on in the news. Well, I don't know about coins right now,
2: but so there's been this video that has been trending. Uh, Actually, a friend of mine, Joshua Public Loyalty, y'all can check him out on Instagram, created this list. Of the kings of R and B, and on this list he ranked R Kelly as number one, uh, Chris Brown, Trey Songz. Uh, he put Tank on there, and he said these people were based on consistent. These are current kings of R and B. All this stemmed from this new artist Jacquees, who made a video while he was like at Denny's or something, talking about "I'm the current." I saw that R and uh, King R and B. First of all, sir. Actually, I'm not going to say it. We're going to let this video say it. Yes. Press play. I
1: just want
0: to let everybody know that I'm the king of R&B right now. I beg your pardon? (laughs) I'm the king of R&B right now. You are the king of (laughs) R&B. Excuse me. I have a very stupid question. Please don't be angry. (laughs) But who exactly are you? For you to be king of R&B, everybody has to know you. Let me Google you i don't even know how to google you because i don't know what name to even put inside wow for this generation oh you are the king of this generation okay please what generation is that are you the only one in that generation all by yourself because i'm not understanding i understand who done came and who done did that and that and that
1: but now it's my turn. that means we should forget r kelly osha
0: Trey songs chris brown all these people i've been feeling like that wow I mean, if you are saying things like that, I cannot argue with you because it means that clearly the devil has thrown your your brain into the lagoon. So there's no point <laughs> wow. arguing with you. So not okay, i oh here the
2: king. I just want to let everybody know that. I'm the So Jaquizz right made now. this video. It went viral because and it created a really dope conversation about R and B and a lot of the R and B heads was real excited now. Uh, also, some videos came out, and they were clowning the whole situation. Some people who I thought were put to bed, a.k.a. Jay Holiday, done put a video out himself talking about y'all need to respect and Jacquees need to be out long enough to know what the king of R&B is as he started saying he was one of them, and then somebody walked up to him in the middle of his video and asked him if he was valet. Wow. Sir. Mm. Oh. Mm um Ooh, that had the a, fact that he that, posted that mark. video <laughs>
1: that's gonna be <laughs> a mark mean, i'm gonna put yeah. you my, my question i have two questions when does this generation start honest question and do you have do we have video of this man singing
2: uh, well, uh, jacques yes we could uh, like jacques is not horrible like no, he's, uh, type in actually jacques bed that's probably his biggest that's the hit. Big hit yeah so the thing is it's like he's a brand new artist like, you haven't even been out does for he, does a year. he have an album? Year. His single like, came out in take.
0: 2016. <laughs> no, it's not. The, it's that's not... when the first single came out, 2016. Okay, no yeah.
1: disrespect n- intended at all. I'm, I'm not a radio listener. I, I You know, I'm still... Because you you know, you're my, singing your own s- lyrics
0: like you did at the yeah, beginning exactly. of the show. Yeah, exactly. I, I sing Will in the car, <laughs> I, I
1: drive in silence, and I sing, and I, you know, I, I try to increase my range and you, use my runs I and everything you. like that. <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't really listen to radio right now. I listen to my CDs. i got an extensive collection of CDs, and I listen to a lot of talk radio. So it was, it, the fact that I don't know who the man is a, yeah. is no slight to him, I feel that. but I, I do have an ear. I have worked in the music business for a long time, so I would like to hear him sing well, to see if he is justified. Well, we're in gonna, we're what gonna
2: he's give singing. you a whistle right is, here. This uh, is Jaque's Bed. This was his biggest, uh, his first hit. Hey, you'll be on me when the money on. Hey, they be looking out for Queen. Hey, they be looking out for Queen. Bitch, bad, no kind. When
1: we do it, do it our way. 2015 Yes. I can't know that by what your mind said. <laughs> okay, okay, wait 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 wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. He just said twenty fifteen Wanye.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I do it my way. Bro, yeah. come on. Ota. Wanye? Yeah. Ota. <laughs> Wany. Right. Okay. Wan Y is a king of vocals. Absolutely. There are very few human beings on the earth. That can do what Juan Yeh Morris can do. I agree with you. Okay, that being said, you didn't hear it in that. I did not hear it. Yeah, you, you didn't hear. But Chuck that Eason's doesn't mean anything. Version. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean that he can't sing. Mm-hmm. It's just that he can't compare himself to Juan Yeh. No, that's not that's you know. not a good a good start. That was good though. Mm-hmm. He's got a hey. He's got a good voice. I'll give him that. Um, but he does sound a lot like Chris Brown. Um, he sounds
0: like several people. If you took Usher and
2: Chris Brown, like the the 2015 Usher and Chris Brown, and mix them together, you'd get this. Sound.
1: Good. Yeah. Do we have a clip of a a ballad,
2: maybe an acapella? Well, t- to this generation, that, that is, is ballad. the ballad.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. See, I would <laughs> I would label him more. I mean, he, he listen. I'm not going to take away his skill. He's, he can sing, you know. Mm-hmm. Ish, you know. I would give him more like the third cousin of R&B.
2: I just think you need like, to be like, like,
0: no, the redheaded stepchild, the fourth cousin. Okay,
1: wait. Now yeah, we're I'm getting. Now we're getting aggressive. I'm aggressive. Okay, listen. You have he's to be not more terrible. Than don't no, no, don't no, go there. But to say king of no, r and no, no. I'm Obviously, thinking that, Michael
0: Jackson. A, I'm thinking. Well, that's King well, of Pop. That's Pop. But I'm thinking. Luther, uh, uh, sure. uh, Luther. Well, we're talking well, we, about. King, we still but go That's through, why I asked. Yeah. When does so the, the current exactly. generation, See, generation
1: start? That's what I'm right? saying. Because I'm mean, like, we wearing cause baby so, face. And how many albums do you need to baby have? Baby
0: face. I mean, how many albums do you need to have? Uh, Keith you know, Sweat. how, how many that? songs do you write? How many songs do you write? Exactly.
2: Because yeah. the list that I saw, there were a few artists in there, and no shade, because I love me some Trey songs. I love me some Chris Brown. But, like, I think to be a king... And this is why, I mean, look, I have my own feelings about R. Kelly. But, like, at the end of the day, what R. Kelly did... And then even after everything that happened to R. Kelly... For him to drop the Chocolate Factory and for it I- to be able to do what it did... And he had certain restrictions when putting that album together because of his case. Mm-hmm. And it, for it to sell the way that it did... I You know what I mean? I, it cringes me a little bit because then I started really deeply thinking, like, okay, who are we going to call the king? Because R. Kelly, right now, I don't think R. Kelly could put an album out like that. Like, I think he's got a li- after I that, think ba- it the could. girl with the basements and the attic thing. Like, I think that that's was- what
0: inspires his music. What are you talking about? <sighs> I mean, I mm-hmm. hate to say it, but he mm-hmm. made hits off of doing that for many years. But you know, just be King,
1: like, you've got to write your stuff. Here's, if we're talking about King, people that are currently making music. Wanye, I mean, if he, if he's still making music, he's up there. But there is somebody that we haven't mentioned that is making music that should be mentioned in this conversation, and that is Deron Jones of
0: 112. Mm-hmm.
1: Deron Jones, vocally, is I, close to Wanye. I,
0: I agree with that. I, I think the problem is this also this category is it, are they – Categorizing it as people who have hits currently, you know what I mean? Because does well, he have Kelly, a hit don't. right now? R. Kelly you know does I mean, Chris Brown does. Chris Brown doesn't right now. Yeah, but he's had hits. Song last. doesn't right now. Yeah, you know, that's the what we, you're right. The weekend has you know, Usher has oh, had weekend. in the last like year or two hits. You're right. You, you know what? You're Deron right when you say that. It,
1: it can't. We're not talking about vocal ability. We're talking about record, record sales, sales and yeah. hit music yeah. and all that. Okay. Yeah. That being said. Uh, it, it, man. The weekend has had a lot of a lot of really hot stuff. Can we curse on this? Yes. Yes, you can. Yeah. The weekend has had a really a lot of really hot shit.
0: I like that he remixed it and went back to the same sense. He had to put He had to put that on it because that's what I hot wanted to shit. say yeah, at you.
1: first. <laughs> um, but then again, man, I I'm kind of out of my depth here, man. I'm not a R&B. Listener, right now to today, yeah. I mean, R and B
2: isn't honestly. There's no real R and B out because here's my thing with the weekend. The weekend is so auto tuned to me, and I honestly, I interviewed Trey songs a week ago, and I said to him, I really wrote down a list because I used to love Trey songs when he first came out and he dropped that mixtape because he was before Drake with the whole sing rap thing. And But he was actually sing-rapping. He had right. no autotune, nothing. And I said to him, I gave him a list of people I want him to do some songs with. I told him to remix this and need to bake a song with Chris Brown and, and Ariana Grande. And not remix it, but do a sample to it. And then I said to him, I was like, take the autotune off. Like, I'm not afraid to say that. Like, you can sing. And I feel like these people, there's a lot of artists who feel like they need to it because, Lil' Kim, uh, because they feel that a lot of artists. Shots fired. I'm not. Right. No, I, I love mean, the, I I've think... purchased every yeah, album from snuck these the people. Yeah, snuck that in real quick. I do. I say it because it's did. the one person I always say. It hurts me when I hear someone legendary or that has changed the game of music. Trying to keep up with today, and it's like no. Yeah, but it it's at, about
0: record selling but, but you, you know ain't that. selling so, nothing now. Yeah, but that's going. to are not that, selling but that's anything. putting them more in a category where they're they're at least even considered. Because if they're doing old school stuff, they're going to be called. They're they're not going to get the same. It says who? Like what is? When is? I would love to hear the record. Lil Kim tried to
2: come back with some old school stuff because I haven't heard it. And I have everything she puts out. I same with Trey songs, same with Chris Brown. It just we hear the same sound. And I love The Weekend. I do. I love listening to a track, but go watch The Weekend live. It's not the same. Sure ain't. All right. I know I keep going back to this. Neo
1: singing ability. Um, Neo can sing and dance. Neo can really sing. You know who can really, really sing and use the auto tune forever? T Pain. Yep. True. T Pain can. Can T Pain really
0: sing?
2: Can what With the auto-tune? C- yes. No, 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 no. Oh, without really? auto-tune. I've never he heard him singing he without the auto-tune. Sing.
0: He can Listen, really sing. just wrote he some can, news because I didn't know that. And I, he
2: can write it. He em- can really sing. He can write. write.
0: A fucking hit. He can write. I didn't know he could sing outside of the auto-tune. I he can up really sing. Okay. He can really sing. That's good to know. I actually
1: sat next to him on a plane uh, oh, really? from... Where was I coming from? Maybe Atlanta. I'm not really sure. It was about a year and a half ago. And he sang the whole way home? No, he didn't sing. We, we, <laughs> we exchanged uh, rap songs. He had a bunch of rap songs on his computer, and I had a bunch of mine on my computer,
2: and we just went back and forth with rap. That's but, actually fucking dope. But
1: <laughs> like I said, I've been... Uh, I don't know if you guys... Okay, I mentioned Duran from 112. Sure, mm-hmm. I loved
0: 112. I mean, that was my, uh,
1: my jam. My one of my best friends is Kevin Wales, okay. the guy who discovered One Twelve yep. and put them on Bad Boy and managed them. Um, I w- was with him throughout the the One Twelve years, uh, the B Five years, and I, I did some A and R for him. So we and he's a, 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 a an R and B. I mean, that's his thing. He's a disciple of R and B. So he taught me what to listen for, and he he trained my ear so that I could go out and bring things to him. And uh, he was one of the people that that first alerted me to the fact that T-Pain could really, really do it. And then I heard it and was like, wow, why did he do the the, the autotune thing? And Kevin said, well, in the time he was coming out, there were several R&B guys, and it was a lane. You know what made him different? It made him different, right? But it didn't mean that he couldn't do it. Like there are some people that are so overly Mm auto-tuned that you question whether or not they can sing at all. Right. But apparently, and from what I hear, I mean, what I hear, well, not from what I hear by word of mouth, but from what I've heard heard in my ear, literally, he can sing.
0: Okay,
2: I'm
0: I'm for it. I support it. Who do you guys think is the king of R&B? Let us know in the comments because yes. I'd love to hear, you know, we've said our ushers and Chris Browns and R. Kelly, even though I said I ain't going to say his name no more because of everything. Baby uh, Babyface, Baby Maxwell. I mean, the list can go on and on, but who is current D-Maswell. right now? Like, who is it right now? You know what I mean? We want to know what you guys think.
2: Um, all right, well, you know, and we also mentioned R. Kelly. And so, speaking of sex trafficking, um,
0: wow. so in the news, we're going there right now. It's, it's early in the show, man. So, welcome back, Jesse. Welcome back.
2: Um, you know, I had to do one thing to come back. All right, so in the news, uh, Syntonia Brown, I mean, we have seen a lot of celebrities stand up um, in defense of her to have her released and whatnot, Kim Kardashian, T.I., uh, but right now there is a petition and uh, awareness to kind of re- uh, respond to the governor of Tennessee, um, <clears throat> Bill Halsam, excuse me, uh to give her pardon. Um, Basically, so if you guys don't know the story, in 2004, uh, Sintonia Brown was uh, in a relationship with this, uh, a toxic relationship with this man that she claims was prostituting her. Um, And he would send her out. He would uh, hurt her if she wouldn't make the money for her. And she was one of his most highest paying um, girls. So he sent her to this house. Uh, The man's name was... Damn, I didn't write down. I'm going to say it's James something. but And either or. He was a 43-year-old man. She sent him to meet up with this man. They met up at a Sonic. Um, he bought her some food. He took oh, her... Classy. Wow. Yeah, you know. Keeping, keeping I know. It, keep I know it.
0: the double cheeseburgers at Sonic and their vanilla... Pineapple shakes are real good, but that's okay. That's a different thing. Oh, that crushed ice. Yeah. Anyway,
2: um, so he bought her some Sonic. He took her back to his house uh, where you know, she was hanging out with him for quite some time, uh, for f- a few hours. Um, they hung out. He was telling her how he used to be in the military. This wasn't the guy that she was in the relationship with. No. This was the, the guy, guy that she was in a relationship with, with. Okay. his name is Cut. Okay, got it. Go ahead. K-U-T. Continue who I would love to know what happened to this man specifically because either or. Um, so she's hanging out with this guy. He's telling her how he used to be in the military. He starts showing her guns in his house um, and leaving them out. And she kind of felt a little unnerved, like a little like nervous about like, okay, why are you showing me these guns? Why are you leaving them out? She, from what the... Uh, the prosecutor was saying is that she had taken a nap at the house so they were kind of she said she basically felt uncomfortable but then the prosecutor was saying well you slept at this house you had no problem using the restroom you had no problem eating your your meal there Um, and as they were laying in the bed he went to go reach for something she felt nervous so she grabbed one of the guns and shot this man um and killed him and she was sentenced to 53 year 51 years uh in jail she at the time was 16 years old now she's 29 years old she, so she would be uh 67 by the time she is out so there's this petition going around right now to contact Bill Haslam, the governor. He basically will be out of office uh, come January 2019. Um, but there is this documentation that he could review the um, – that he is act- technically reviewing the application right now uh, to pardon her. And people are upset about it. Some people are pushing for it.
0: Um, what are you guys' kind of views on this? Well, when I was reading it, we still don't really have the truth. That's that. That's that's where it's a fine line for me right now with it because it's. I watched
2: the whole documentary on it, and I'm just like, oh, there's so many. There's so many things you can feel. You can definitely feel because she was 16. Right. And he didn't pull anything out from what her story. He didn't attack her. It was how she felt. That's the part that hit me right when you were talking about it. Wait.
1: You didn't. He didn't pull anything on her. Right. Now, you know, I was. I didn't know the whole backstory when I've been seeing this on social media, and I was under the impression that she was in imminent danger and feared for her life, and it was a a self-defense reaction. And I was. I was like, get let her out.
0: Yeah.
1: It's hard because she's 16. I would say that without seeing a weapon. That was a, a a very big leap to think that he was going to pull a weapon to
2: do harm to her. Devil's advocate, even though there were, she was known that weapons were in the house. Yeah, even though. Okay. I mean, in which she he, had access to one, clearly. C- clearly, it was one
1: close to her on her side of the bed, apparently. Um, but still, he could have been reaching for his phone. He could have exactly. been reaching for a drink. He could have yeah. been reaching for anything, and her snap judgment caused that to happen. She had been traumatized, so she probably had PTSD, sure. which caused the alarms to go off as soon as he reached. Sure, she was 16, so the fact that she was probably tried as an adult in that case is probably a little off. So, there's a lot to unpack. Some there, other man. things
2: to add into this story, uh, when I watch the documentary, so she. Her mother testified, and when her mother came out, her mother basically came out to say that she also had PTSD. She had bipolar disorder. She had um, where she had felt when someone – she had been raped in the past, and she had felt the urge to want to harm them Mm -hmm. as well. So they're they're saying that mental illness can play into this. I'm also saying I've been in an abusive relationship before. I know how hard it is to get out of these situations and for a girl like this cuz she did claim that she wanted to find an escape mm-hmm. she just couldn't because this she was one of the highest paid girls that this guy was using and so it was really hard for her to escape and in my questioning was more like wh- did you feel in this moment that you, this could be it right uh, you know I'll, all those things went through my mind watching this documentary um and the, and when you when you go to that it's really
1: difficult to quantify how somebody feels right? Mm-hmm. Right, cause, and and what is going through their head in that moment. I, man, the judge. I would hate yes. to have
0: been the judge in that case. I mean, here's the thing, though. I was completely on her side until I heard the things about the mental illness because that makes me second-guess it just a little bit. You know, it's hard because I'm like, if I had a daughter and I was having her, I would want her to do the same thing. But on the flip side of that, if there was mental illness, maybe she... Maybe some of this story is fabricated, and I hate saying that because I, we just don't. That's what I'm saying. We don't really know the truth. But know, who we,
2: knows? And say you have mental illness and you're put in this situation. I'm just playing all at, all. I literally have thought about this in so illness. many ways. Uh, Bi- they were bipolar, saying bipolar disorder, uh, manic depressive. Okay. Yeah, like, is, 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 is that
1: mental illness or is that emotional illness? It, uh, I mean, well, well, they qualified as yeah, mental, mental illness. Ugh. Yeah, I've been friends yeah. with
2: somebody like, and to see them on medication versus off medication, yeah. two totally it's two totally different, different people.
0: people. Yeah, same. Like, same. I had my a yeah.
2: best friend of mine was, was with that, and I forced her to go into get help, and she wouldn't for the longest time. And When she did, years later, she was like, "Thank you, I can't." Like, I mean, put my life in danger. Like, drove a car, wanted to get in a car crash when we're out of no for no reason. Like, you have these urges, and you can't control them, and she can't. And especially if she's put in harm's way, and it's not by this man who she killed. It's by the man who
0: is forcing her, her to do it. Do it. Yeah. So it almost is like, well, who do you blame in the situation? Right. That's, that's where it's the fine line for me. It's really tough for me to know. You know I, do I think that she should wow. be in prison for that many years? I mean, I, I wanna, my instinct is to say no because I was on her side from the beginning. But, but now when, when you get out, what are you going to go to? That's a whole other. I mean,
2: I've dated an escort before, and uh, not to say everyone's mentality is the same, but does your mind always go back to survival? Because her mentality in that moment was survival.
0: I mean, you got to. Yeah, you got to. I would imagine Listen, you gotta start over. I <laughs> think. I think that.
2: I think that
1: all of what you're saying is right. But when it comes to the law, right, there is a line, and if it's crossed with the wrong uh parameters being involved as sad as it is mm-hmm. you've just made a mistake i and agree it's going to cost you a lot uh, many years like yeah. if she had seen a weapon she gets off yeah. If the guy, did the guy, I mean. Put a gun to her. Did the guy, yeah. did the guy.
0: If they found him with, if you it, know, he was, there were guns right next to him that he was reached to. And but he, even, he, then, but it, if, it even then, if even then, you have proved. to,
1: you have to, if I'm the prosecutor, I say, well, who's to say that she didn't put the gun in his hand after well, that's he was true already too. dead?
0: I mean, that's true. So, that's
1: you true. know, you, you that's have true. to try to logically, you know, go through these weeds and try to find the truth. And there's so many variables that it's virtually impossible to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So then you have to go to the strict letter of the law. Were you in imminent danger? Well, you said that he reached for something. Well, that's not good enough.
2: And he I'm, could have reached for a condom.
1: You know it, it, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, no. Not, I mean, uh, yes. No, but I'm yeah. just. Saying. That could have been one of the things. Anyway. He done showed you the gun. I'm sorry, but I'm just. Saying, I'm. I, I when I tell you, I, I, I mean, watched
0: this. I don't even know where to go. From look, there. It, no, no. I no, mean, I, no, I watched no. so much. <laughs> not, not what I was going. Uh, toward, I don't think that's Jesse. where Steven was going. And I, 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 you know, I was feeling you, Steven, I, I knew it was going to be something like on the next. <laughs> and you Said the column, see, it threw me off. Man, damn. No, I mean, he could have been going to check his Instagram or something. I mean, and I hate to make light of it, but.
1: But, damn, that damn. is a terrible, terrible circumstance, and I feel for her. How about this? How about we compromise and say she's been in there how long? Uh, uh, 16, 16 to 29, 16 years so, years okay. I mean, over 10 okay. years. Okay, over 10 years. Let's say we retroactively assess what would have happened if she had been tried as a juvenile, which she was, yep. and give her the time that a juvenile would have gotten... That's and, fair. And that way we can say, okay, look, you served some time. You paid a, a, a debt to society. We're not sure what happened, but we don't – because we're not sure what happened, we don't feel comfortable putting you in jail for 50-some-odd years. Right. So they're compromised.
0: Let me ask you guys a question because I know we got to get on to other subjects, but this is something that sparks this. Do you think that when you are 15, 16 and you make a decision like that or you – even if you kill someone, I hate saying that, but if you kill someone at that age, do you think that, you know, you should be for the rest of your life always, imp- like, persecuted for that? Like
2: if you killed if somebody? You, if, if you
0: were 15 and 15, 16, and you're now 40, it, do you think that, that you should, like, for the rest of your life, you should not ever be able to have a life? It's, I, I, I'm
1: sorry. No, I'm sorry. I don't I don't think that, no, because they're fifteen sixteen year old kids' brains aren't fully developed right so the neurons that tell the difference between right and wrong and if uh, from what i've under from what I have been told and understand about people who are born addicted, they have deficiencies in that area where the neurons don't connect and tell the difference between right and wrong, but just a regular fifteen year old and sixteen yeah. year old isn't a fully developed brain yet. They have an uh, extenuating circumstance there. And so once they develop into adulthood, they could realize the error, the drastic error in their ways and become a completely different person. Yeah. So I don't think that's why I'm saying it would be fair for them to retroactively sentence her as a juvenile.
2: Yeah. 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 I also like uh based off like I want to know what programs was she was she in what are the psych tests saying like certain things like that I mean I, my friend for most of his uh, college to adulthood was in you know federal and I questioned certain things about him but he under, he had the understanding of hey like I know what I did I'm going to work my ass off to be, he did what he had to do In federal, but in the the aspect of getting out, he made sure that he sticks along certain lines. My question is, because some of the times when I listen to some of her interviews, I'm like, who's telling you this? Because it doesn't sound like, it sounds sometimes like it's being fed to her. And that's fine. Because, obviously, if you went into jail at 16 years old, you aren't old enough to even know, like, how do I defend myself? This is what happened. And that's where my sympathy comes into play with her. And that's fine. But then also being put into something like that, into an institution like that, like, you had to do things, and you've had to do things from the age of 16 to 29. You've become a different person. What kind of person have you now become? Let me ask you this. In veterans, war veterans with...
1: Diagnosed PTSD. Is that an extenuating circumstance that would get would get them acquitted for a violent crime? I don't think it should.
0: No. Oh, is it? I don't know. Um, I, don't, I, 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 I don't mean, know. I think it's really honestly case by case, but like has it
1: been argued in one that PTSD is an extenuating I, circumstance. I know, it's been, argued, sure it
0: I know it's been argued. I remember there was a case, I don't know what the end result was, but I know it's been argued. Uh <sighs> That's once again, that's a fine line. Like that's
1: because PTSD can, it can. put
2: her in a place, yeah. Yeah. mentally in that
1: I moment agree. that just she's not even herself. I agree. now and just pops off. Okay, yeah. but
2: I've, I've been diagnosed with PTSD from being jumped, stabbed, and thrown on uh, train tracks in New York City. Uh, but I'm an adult, oh, so you're not going to stab me. No, I'm no. not. I'm an adult. You sure, I understand that. I did the work. I did the work. To make sure that I understood what happened to me, why it happened to me, and how I can't react in certain situations. Sure. My reactions weren't violent. My reactions were more internal, and I would just shut down. You know, I did the work to get out of that. Does but when you do that work, mm-hmm. does PTSD dissipate? Yes, I believe it does because it has for me. So it can it can be cured. It can be cured. Cured, yes, or if it, or not cured because I still think of it. I still go to it but I don't I don't react in the same way. I used to cry if I would go into a room of men, all only men. I would cry. I would I would shut down. I wouldn't know how to speak. This would make me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, cuz it was a group of men who did that to me. So for me, you know, I had to go through therapy. I had to talk it out. I had to really understand what happened to me, how this situation is not a harmful situation for me.
1: Can I say I don't, that you know, I apologize yeah. for making light of no, that? No, boy, I'm the lightest. Is... <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah. seriously, that's it's a serious thing, and my joke it was in poor taste, so I apologize for that. I mean, that's it's a real no. Thing I want to hear you, get I I you, you, you dealt with so. He, I apologize. He's, he's not offended. fan all. I'm, I'm really not. Mean, not. Like I, no, I joke but about. I'm a stand comedian. Whether you're offended or not, whether you're offended or not, I know that it was the wrong thing to do. You know what I mean? I and I made light of it, and now hearing about it and seeing how. Uh, serious you are about it and you detailing it a little bit I realized it was insensitive and it was
0: the wrong thing to say so I apologize that's you, love. We're we going to move on to another subject. Positive note, Issa Rae. Issa Rae. We're going to move on to something positive. Issa Ray so, doing things for the sisters. Here's another
2: thing. And I'm going to, th- you know, because I, I haven't been here in a minute, so you know i got to throw my wrenches. Issa Ray came, uh, her company, <laughs> so Color crazy. Creative, she has just inked a deal with Columbia Pictures uh, to produce projects uh, from diverse screenwriters. Now. It's kind of similar to... I don't know if you guys know Janelle Monae. Uh, She has the Wonderland deal with Universal, which just inked last year. So happy for her. So happy for her. Now, I support diverse. I want more diversity in Hollywood and the world. But I want to bring this story up because this just happened to a friend of mine recently. My friend, she's African-American, went to a Netflix showing. And the way it was pitched to her was, hey... We want you to come to this taping. It is a very diverse cast, a
0: very diverse. Um, you know, all the writers are black. All the uh, direct the the camera. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. What is her? What, is she a writer? Is she an actress? Is she a Who? producer? Your friend? She's in the entertainment business. So, She's not on the show. She's okay. not on the show. She I'm, was I'm trying to figure out Why they asked her to come to, the, just, to just to Oh, she was check just it. at a party. Got she it. met okay. somebody. I, cool. That, that's not the story. Okay. The story is this.
1: Can I ask you one thing before?
0: Yep. You said it's a very diverse
1: everybody. But then you said yep. all the writers are black. Thank uh, all the this is, that's and this not is, diverse.
2: Thank you. That's all black. So yeah. this is where my the reason I bring up this story. So it was pitched to her that it was a very diverse crew. When she got there, everybody was black and she was confused because she went up to the person who invited her and said, Hey, like, you said this was... Hey, I googled diverse. Diverse, diverse <laughs> the and she definition said, yeah, of diversity yeah, it means, is it means a lot of people, different types uh, of people. Yeah. So, but I've noticed that when the word diversity in media typically nowadays comes up, it's mostly black and white. And so it was so interesting to me that this topic literally, I mean, this was literally four days, four to five days ago, came up, and that this woman was so ex- like she was like she was so excited she was like oh my god like i have never seen this kind of diversity in hollywood and then i go back to thinking of how our new gen- the jacques generation is out here thinking that diversity is just because it's not white and to me Diversity is when I come on a set and I see what I walk out into the streets and see. When I see Hispanic, Asian, black, white, everybody working together. Not when I walk in and see an all-white crew. Right. Which uh, Variety y'all been the Hollywood Reporter Excuse me, been checked a few times. Um, well, they
0: just had that cover with all the female. Yeah, and they put Gabrielle
2: and Union, Gabriela, and they're like, yeah, "Well, yeah. you know, we covered that." Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. you had the white girl talking about. That. Right, yeah, <laughs> mind right, you, right, here right, I am. Right. Okay, but so you know, it, but her point, to, but even her, her point to diversity was I didn't see enough, you know, African Americans in here. Yes, I 100 percent agree with that, but you know. Diversity stems... I grew up in a Native American reservation. I've grown up hearing about diversity. Most of my friends are African American, so I was like the one white boy like, well, damn, I hate myself. Like, my people was just fucked up, you know? So do you guys think that... I, I really don't even know what the question is, to be honest with well, you. Well, here's the answer. Thank yeah. you. That shit wasn't diverse. What we're talking
1: about diversity. Th- look, we have to understand there's definitions to words. And that's words. Sandra Bland. That's not Issa Rae. Okay, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> there are definitions to words. You can't just, you know, uh, what's the, what's commandeer right, <laughs> words up. and make them your own right. and then make change the definition. Diversity right. means all different types of colors, creeds, sexes, orientations, all that if there's one of everything sure. that's, diverse. that's diverse if there's you know three of five different things that's diverse but one demographic because it's not the main sure yep. you know dominant uh, white mainstream uh, situation doesn't
0: make it diverse it's got, diverse means a mix of things that is coming from a very intelligent person you That is very true. But I think there's been such a lack of what, quote, unquote, diverse things in a room, like most of the time it has been so white, that I think at this point, diversity does equal a little bit of having more black people in the room because we have been... Pushed out of those rooms for so but many years, but still have years. an Asian. Hispanic, but no, I, I agree you with you. You can find Spanish and Native be, American that, that you would call be other, white. Other in the room, I'm, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying the word diversity right now, what it means probably in our society means a little bit more black because well, right, But that's me, a listen, a problem, here's the thing, that's not the a room bre- full
1: of black people, full of only black people, is no more diverse than a room full of only white people. And that yeah. There is
0: no diversity in either of those. You are right, you are right by the term of what diversity is, absolutely. And I agree you, with you. Words I, mean things. No, you're right. You know, know I, I mean? I diverse agree.
1: means something specific, not there's not an abstract definition of diverse. I I Whoever's I using it like that is wrong. They need to figure out another word to use.
2: But that's the the whole me bringing that 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 conversation up was because when she said that, I was like, I mean, I work at the Boys and Girls Club. Like, that is what diverse means. It's a black and white thing, and it's so interesting. I know we're going to talk about the Oscars in a little bit, but uh, Ken, what's his name? Kenyon John, uh, the Asian from John. The Hangover. He's being brought up, you know, and oh, they were Ken like, "Well, wait, Kevin Hart was doing it. We need another black man. We need it to be diverse. Oh, wait, wait we, guys. Ken Jong would be
1: diverse.
0: Yes, he is diverse. He would be he is the, he is would He's be, part of diversity of the definition he of He diversity. He would bring, diversity, he
1: would bring he diversity to the list of hosts that have been involved with the Oscars. He himself would not be diverse. Right. He would be Korean. Right. But he would bring a certain amount of diversity to the list of hosts.
0: But mm-hmm. but but let's be honest. I mean you, you know this better than all of us. Hollywood is five steps behind what, what we're using as definitions. Hollywood has been so white that they're like, hey, we got black folks now. It's diverse but what, because they weren't there before.
2: But that, when those black people are put in powerful positions, are they now selecting, saying, I, you know what? I want a Hispanic woman. I want an Asian person. I want this. Or like this show, they said, well, you know what? We want it to be diverse. We're going to hire all black people. That's where I say, like, if in 2018, white, black, anything, if we're going to move forward, you have to set a new standard. You have to say, look, yes, I understand slavery. I understand what this country has done to this group of people. And I understand what it has done to this group of people and that group of people. And we need to be inclusive. Maybe the word is inclusive that we need to start using versus diversity. Here's the thing. I just thought about
1: this. There are varying levels of diversity. Mm -hmm. Yes. A group of 10 people, five black, five white, is diverse. Yes. It's not as diverse as two black, two Asian, two Latino, two white. That's much more diverse. So there are varying degrees
0: of diversity. Right. No, that's true. So... I, I hate to do this, but we're going to move no, go on. Cause because it's going to carry, gonna, on, you know, kinda, kinda carry on. We have to stories. wrap up soon, and I want to get to him and his movie, Coins for Christmas. So I'm just going to throw this out there. The last kind of quick subject is, because it goes into this, is that we know that Kevin Hart is obviously not doing the Oscars anymore. And Whoopi Goldberg, they were asking Whoopi Goldberg, and they were talking to her about, hey, who should do the Oscars? And she mentioned Ken as well as one of the people. She said herself. Uh, but who do you guys think should host the Oscars? I think it should be Dave Chappelle. But I know that won't happen.
2: Stephen Bishop,
0: I'm down with that because I'm gonna do his backup singing when he does all the routine. The, the I mean, really, the like
2: you can sing, you can, you you, you got your like, I have you know. a little sense of humor. Key, I mean, like, I can deliver a joke.
1: Um, man, who should? Who do I think should do it? Dave Chappelle would be amazing.
0: Dave Chappelle. Listen, I saw Dave that. Chappelle a couple months ago I with Lauren Hill that. at the Hollywood Bowl, and it changed my life. I've seen Dave Chappelle on TV, but to see him and his stand-up, I was like, "This is truly the genius that everybody says he is." I think it's too. I think they would think it's too much for the Oscars because he would go in and destroy and conquer. But it's what we Didn't need. Chris, did did Chris Rock host? Chris Rock the did Oscars? it, and they were upset with Chris Rock. Yeah. So imagine what Dave Chappelle was gonna come up in there and say. You, you know, know what I mean? I,
1: they let Dave Chappelle host Saturday Night Live. They did. And I don't even think he would do it. I don't even
0: think he would do it, actually.
1: Oh, I believe. Great. You know, know what it.
0: that check is? <laughs> I'm sure he would you know do what? it. I, it, was, it
1: I, you know, listen, I know there's a lot of talk about, you know, F the Academy and all that because of what happened with Kevin. And I, I do agree with Kevin about not having to rehash his apologies when he said the same energy that was used to find these tweets could have been used to find my apologies for them. True. He's already done it. Why should he have to do it again? I agree with that. Um, But it's still a prestigious honor to host the Oscars. Right. You know what I mean? So I believe Dave Chappelle would do a great job, and I think that he would take some of the blue out of his routine from stand-up and present it properly. Right. He would still have his edge. He would still be Dave but he, he he wouldn't be Clayton Bigsby you know what <laughs> right, I mean? right right he, he wouldn't right, be, he wouldn't, right. be at, he wouldn't be Tyrone Biggums Right, right, you know? <laughs> right, he, right, he, he right, would be right. he would right he would be
0: Saturday night, live, Saturday live, night Dave. live right yeah with a little extra little something was,
1: in there. with some jabs a little, little here jabs and there, a couple and there you here know, and there. they and they laugh and yeah. the the
2: audience would laugh and it would i man i think that spell would be amazing heart personally for me so i would prefer that like, I don't care about what your tweets were. I actually agree with the LGBT uh, group that came out to say, well, I wish you didn't step down. I wish you actually went and continued to do it and then used a moment to say, hey, that would have been good. I've
1: grown. That would have been good. I those tweets. That would have been a compromise.
2: You yeah. know what I mean? That would have been a
1: compromise. He would have said, okay, listen, I'm not going to apologize now, but in the show, I will do a moment where I acknowledge that that happened and that I understand the insensitivity of okay. it, and how you've grown, and
2: how I've grown.
0: I can appreciate from that, that yeah. moment I because I can because that the Oscars
2: has gone through it too. The Oscars is in a growing. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Oscars, Oscars, so Oscars right. y'all the same. <laughs> y'all the same
0: as Kevin Hart. Yeah, but everybody's sense, sensitive right now, man. You know, everybody's sensitive. no nah, we
2: sensitive, but if if you are raw with it, which is why just I, just I think real, Dave Chappelle man. would be dope because I think David Chappelle is so raw with his commentary and his jokes. He would be dope, just like Whoopi Goldberg. I think Whoopi is the well, same I, way. You know, and Ken Jong, Ken Jong would have been a slap in the face, though. For it I like, like.
0: I actually think Ken would be great, and I think to open it up to a, a, to an Asian American man, which has never been done or woman, where, uh, that would be um, uh, to me right now that that's a good luck. And know what especially
2: I mean? since Connie is now up for so many awards yeah. for the uh, what's it called the um, what uh, movie just came out? Oh Lord, the Asian movie. Excuse me. What is it? Crazy, crazy Rich, rich Asians. Crazy Rich
0: Asians, yes. Right. Y'all, Crazy, hi!
2: Speech. Welcome to Diverse. <laughs> the Di- not only do we have Oscar so white
0: <laughs> Asians, what's good? Step Asian up. Asians, what's good? All right, so let's. Let, these are all great things, but what's Coins really important is Coins for Christmas with Stephen Bishop. All right, so tell us all about the movie that comes out December sixteenth. I'm excited to see it, and I'm all about my Christmas movies too. Okay, <laughs> well, and my I black t- ones. I told him that. Or diverse, excuse me, diverse Christmas movies. Right.
1: Uh, it's it stars Essence Atkins and myself. Uh, Essence plays a, a okay. mother, a single mother who has had her bank account seized because of the uh, dirty deeds of her ex-husband. So now it's around Christmas time. She's got to put money together to put gifts under the tree for her kids. She gets into the gig economy, uh, you know, driving and and coming and cleaning houses and that kind of thing, you know, how they have that tackle app that you can do that. Uh, She runs across my character when she's driving. I I play a guy named Alec Darby, who's an NFL player coming off a, a severe injury, who's uh, what I call unbridled arrogance has no team wanting him, and you know very little prospects after he has been released from the league uh He carries his arrogance into his transition and uh ends up working with her quite a bit, taking a liking to her, and she helps him come out of that arrogance and into a more humble stance and she he helps her. Gain self confidence okay. in herself and and be able to walk out into the world, even though all the chips are stacked against her, and go out and succeed. And basically, they con- converge on the on the uh, on the middle and forge a friendship. And it's you know it's a great. There's a lot of positive messages about self esteem and humility. And I think it's a good it's a good family flick. And I think a lot of people are gonna like it.
0: I was gonna ask you what message would you like people to take away after they watch it.
1: You know, I've said that I I would like people to take. Message: uh, The message from essence is arc. Uh, you know, there are a lot of people out there walking around with self-esteem issues and insecurities, and you know, I want everybody that's watching this that has those things going on to understand that you've been given certain gifts by God. Mm. Just because they're not the same gifts I've been given or these gentlemen have been given, that doesn't mean that you're not special. It doesn't mean that you're not beautiful. It, you should embrace the gifts that you do have and walk in the light of that confidence and, and love yourself. You know, I think that that's the, the message that I would like to see people take away is, is, is embrace what you have and, and build your self-esteem
2: on that and not on coveting other people's gifts and blessings. I love that. Now, okay, so I do VH1's Love and Hip Hop After Show. Check out our podcast on VH1, Definitely iTunes. Uh, and you worked with uh, Carly Red, Miss Carly Red. Mm-hmm. What's her character?
1: Uh, she's this a, is a one, big step for Carly. She's uh, a guest at one of the parties, the Christmas party that I throw, and she did a good job. You know, she's she. We only worked together one scene. And uh, she, you know, she held her own. She did her, you know, she did a job. And uh, I have nothing bad to say about her performance. She was cool on set. So, all right,
2: shout out to Carly Red, doing it.
0: Since doing we it do out. have to wrap up, I have two more quick questions for you. What are you most thankful for of this year, 2018?
1: Um, right now, I'm most thankful that um, that this is my king of R&B.
0: Can we get the close-up of that? Sexual chocolate. Up? Talk- Sexual chocolate right there. That's his king Randy of RB. Sexual chocolate. Watson. That's something to be proud of.
1: Thanks, you know, thanks, courtesy of Ratchet Friday Media is where I got this picture, but that's my king of RB. No, I'm I'm most thankful for my one year old daughter, Charlie. Uh she's amazing. She's made me a better person. Uh she's grounded me mo- even more than I thought I was. And why? Just because everything is about her, everything yeah. that I do now is for her future and you know it's it's so amazing to come home and see that little face no matter what i've been through out those doors that face melts it away and you know she it's just if you guys don't have i could kids.
0: see i could see the excitement no, in yeah. your face I mean, you know it, what i mean you're glowing with that yeah
1: she's 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 super smart i know everybody thinks that you know their kid is the smartest but you know she's you know oh, she knows sign I mean, language she's a, she's a
2: cutie she knows sign language she knows sign at language. language
1: she knew sign language at like 6 months old she understood. she does um she does please she does thank you she does milk she does all done um and she you know she it's it's just she can you know she's now saying words obviously mama dad. she calls her brother's name she's been talking to the dogs cuz we always, you know, one of the dogs' name is Pepper, and since she was a tiny, tiny baby, we, we, when she was by, say hi, Pepper. So now she, when she, like it, she, she was like Pepper. six months old, I've got video of her going,
0: hi, Pepper. She's all about. And Pepper. And it's like, oh my God,
1: she's never said anything, but she that rhythm, you the know rhythm. What I, mean? I get it. So you know, it's she. She started walking at you know ten and a half months. You know, what I mean, so it's 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 an amazing ride, and that is absolutely what I'm most thankful for.
0: And then we know that obviously you've worked for a while in this industry, done great things. Imposters, Greenleaf, Criminal Minds. I mean, what's uh, 2019 looking for you? Looking Uh, out for
1: you? I've got some things in the can Uh, Keys to the City uh, with Isaiah Washington, Um, Single Holic with Erica Uh, Ash. Erica. And I, uh, yeah, shout out Erica. Um, She was here recently. We love Erica. Yeah, she's great and extremely funny. So fearless. So fearless. She She On set, it was amazing to watch her. She was fearless. Uh, And I'm in the middle of a, like you said, a a recurring guest star arc on Criminal Minds. So hopefully uh, they just got extended, I believe, for more episodes. I mean, I think they're going to go on and be on TV forever.
2: Okay, so I've been watching The 100, and since you brought up Isaiah Washington, please hire him. I could just see your character coming in and working for Sky Crew. Okay? (sighs) So please...
1: I'll, hey, I'll I I want it. that.
2: No, for real. Like I could just see you coming in as like sergeant like just be you and being like the fucking it all up like really.
1: It was such a such a great experience working with Isaiah as well. He's he's a he's, consummate professional yep. and I he was so, you know, generous, you know, with his advice and his yeah. praise of my work. It just we were kind, kindred spirits. I yeah. mean, I, I really really enjoyed working with him. That was Keys to the City was it was a great uh a great set to be on. I, I, well, we, I took we a lot to from for
0: that. And then where can fans find you on social media?
1: Um, at Stephen C. Bishop, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-C Bishop on uh, Instagram and Twitter and Stephen Bishop on
0: Facebook.
2: Boom. Um, everywhere okay. at DJ Jesse J, there's no I. Thank you.
0: Okay, uh, you can find me at Dario Kristen on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and on my show on the weekends, CBS This Is L.A., where I'll be giving you all the tips on the hottest places to go in, in Los Angeles and Southern California. And uh, check out Coins for Christmas. Will be. Premieres December 16th. 16th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sure check LA. out our boy Stephen Bishop, because he's going to kill it once I'm again. I'm DVRing it. And you'll probably see his video sometimes, so you may see me and Jesse appearing in the background as the, you know... The his background new, singers his new single is There's no single that he don't know about yet that we're going to be in it. We're going to have a real diverse music yeah. video. Exactly. I'm
1: coming for the crown, Jacquees.
0: Jacquees, we're coming for you. <laughs> All right. Coin for Christmas. Check it out. Love y'all. Bye. Peace. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at BlackHollywoodLive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram me, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the whole owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.